Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Well, here we go with a month's stay in New Who. Yes, we were so looking forward to returning to New Who, weren't we? Yes, and uh, what a way to start it. What yes. a way to start it. The, the long, long game. game. Will it be a long podcast full of uh, swear words or ruminations? I don't know. We'll Because you and I, I, I haven't... We yeah. haven't said a word, have we, listener? Honest, Ian and I haven't discussed it at all. I mean, for, for all I know, Eric, you love it, and you you thought you fell in love with it, and you thought, "Oh my God, this is the best whoever." Yeah, all I'm we've kind said of to each other, you didn't. No, <laughs> all we've said to each other is, "We've seen it, haven't we?" Yes. And this, for me, is the first time I've seen it since it was transmitted. Me too. Uh, yep. Way back. So you've got it on. DVD, I, I got but DVD you haven't watched, haven't watched it on DVD. It. I remember when, when this came around in 2005, I can remember being vaguely disappointed in it and thinking it was, oh, it's a bit of a, a filler episode. I'm watching it this time, oh my goodness, it's it's in, it's so, I mean, we're used to bottle shows in like Trek and things like that, but this is, every single part of this is subpar, even compared to what was around it, I think, in 2005, and certainly... To the rest of Doctor Who, this is such a, a, a skimping on the budget show. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with the subpar. Yeah. Um, I, I I'll go forward and say it's a real why bother? Um, so what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, instantly forgettable bit of yeah. I I almost something. can't I can't even build up any emotion to hate it. I think it's just so. Nah. It is. It is a yeah. nah story isn't it no wonder we don't yeah. remember it no one's going to be uh, no one's going to be uh, if we if we equate it to when we were kids no one's going to be waiting for the target novelization of this are they <laughs> no. i can't no. wait to relive that scene where they they stand in the lift oh. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I've, got, I've got a lot of problems with this one as well but well, i think let... it's all connected to budget but well, let's get started and see, and let's see if it is or it isn't. Um, and at the beginning, we're in the year two hundred thousand. Yes, in a which sp- looks amazingly like the year two thousand and five, <laughs> with all the fashions people are wearing. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, no, no, no one go, no one looks at uh, these three and goes, "What, what weird old clothes you're wearing?" Because they're all wearing the same thing. Everyone's wearing t-shirt and jeans or a boiler suit. Yep. I started without you. <laughs> this is fascinating. Satellite 5 contains every piece of information within the fourth great and bountiful human empire. Birth certificates, shopping habits, bank statements, but you two, you don't exist. <laughs> it's not a trace. No birth, no job, not the slightest kiss. How can you walk through the world and not leave a single footprint? Sit here. Sit here. 
clothes. Can you hear me? Suki, what have you done to her? I think she's dead. She's working. They've all got chips in the head and the chips keep going. Like puppets. Oh, you're full of information. But it's only fair we get some information back because apparently you're no one. <laughs> it's so rare not to know something. Who are you? Yep. So we're told straight away that it is the year 200,000. They're yes. in a space station orbiting the Earth, aren't they? Yes, and this is the fourth great and bountiful human empire. To which I say, because when, when you're they're there and they're looking down on the Earth, you know, the Doctor even says, you know, there's mega cities, which... Yeah. Makes you and I think of something else. Yeah, we had, we had a little a little Judge Dread feel. And went, Ooh, ah. Yeah. So, in the year two hundred thousand, Earth yeah. is the hub of the fourth, as you say, human empire. Blah blah yes. blah blah blah. You know, the 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 high point of culture, etc. 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 Now, looking at our little timeline thing that we've established, you know, about Earth, yep. in the year ten thousand. This is the year 200,000. But in the year 10,000, according to the Sontaran experiment, the Earth is like, you know, it, it's, it's just nature, isn't it? The cities are under the yeah. ground. Yeah, and then later on it's moved... When it's Ravalox... By, yeah, when it's Ravalox, it's moved. And that's so the year 2,001,980-something. Yeah. So somewhere in between, the Earth being that... A, yeah. a, an Earth that looks just like Dartmoor... It all comes back for the year 200,000 before it all goes underground again, before it's moved to Ravalox. Yeah, I know the doctor, the fourth doctor said that humans are indomitable and, you know, but at, at, at the point in the um, Santana experiment, it's made plain that they've deserted Earth, humanity's deserted Earth and they ain't coming back. Nope, but here we are. Yeah. Now we've got mega cities, so big you yeah. can see them from space, though. They're pointing yeah, yeah. up through the clouds. In a terrible uh, effect. It's not a very good effect, is it? No. Um, this is this is New Who, though. New Who sort of rewrote um, the the the, the future history, didn't they? They they sort of didn't really. They didn't care worry at this point. No. no. We. I mean, at, at this point, I think this this is just after Dalek, isn't it? Or it's just before. But at this point, they were going out of way not to tie the show back to classic who which is a weird thing to think of now isn't it we're so used to the fact that they just plunder the the classic to get storylines yes. and things like that but this was yeah they even like the bbc was saying no 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 this oh, not another reboot oh it's not really connected oh um it's weird to go back to that time mm. Yeah, it is very odd. And and we get a cheap gag there from old Russell, yeah. don't we, yeah. about, you know, the doctor, the gurning doctor, which I groaned yes. about. Oh, he, he's, he's gurning like mad. But, but he's going on about, yeah, this is the high point of human evolution, culture and everything, and that's when the cafes all open up, and it's like, ho, ho, yeah. ho. Um, yeah, we get the classic Russell T. Davis um, say something and then immediately show the opposite. Yeah. And this is—it's hilarious, this, isn't yeah. it? I laugh I, every I time. I, yeah. um, I gotta say, I really don't enjoy Christopher Eccleston's performance in this. No. I, don't, I, I quite like him normally, and I like the actor, but this. I, now I'm wondering if, because obviously he had a huge amount of um, problems behind the scenes, and at this point, I'm presuming he'd, he'd decided to leave. I wonder if this was at the height of the, mm. the various abuse 
stuff that was going on and the bullying and I mean <laughs> the, the poss possibly uh, um, you know John Barrowman getting his todger out <laughs> in front of everyone. Um, I do mind. I've ju I've just had kebabs. <laughs> oh, it was a flashbacks for you. Oh. Uh, you know, did they feel you? No, come on, change subject. Um, well, I'm trying not to. Talk, there's nothing to talk about this. Um, this set, this this set that we that appears as every floor. Yep. And Redressed. We spend most of the episode in is um is crap. Yep. It's really small. It's got one booth in the centre that looks like a it's it's been taken out of like Earl's Court Market or something and just plonked in there. And we've got like twenty or thirty extras milling about, which look like they've just corralled them in off the high street in Cardiff. Yeah, they haven't... From 2005. Yeah, they yeah, haven't asked them to get changed, have they? No, no, no. And then they're doing... They're selling burgers and things like that. Yeah. Um, oh, dear. Uh, it, it's not... Yeah, immediately, I started watching it, I thought, oh, God, where's the money? This this looks like a fan production. Yeah. I, I was thinking when I was watching these these opening scenes, and I don't know if it's my age, but I'm thinking, bloody hell, that music's too loud. Yeah. The music's too fast, and everyone's talking too yeah. fast. Everything's... Well, I, I sort of wonder if they were going for, you know, the, the Blade Runner scene where he goes to get noodles. I was wondering <laughs> if they were trying for something like that. What you mean like last time when, you know, we had uh, Doctor Who's version of the Moss Eisley Cantina on Iceworld. Yes. Yeah. Now we're going for we a, a cafe, street scene yeah. from Blade Runner. Could be, yeah. couldn't it? Oh, I, I think that's what they were going for. And it's, it's weird to think that something that was made in 1981 was better able to, to show the future than something made in 2005. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. Bit, well, bit worrying. Um, and then, yeah, the, 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 we've been in. We've now introduced to the the newest member of the TARDIS team, Adam. Who I had completely no, I completely forgotten him completely. Um, <clears throat> he starts off straight away as a winger. He's going, oh, I don't like being in the future. Oh, it's scary. Oh, it's I, I haven't got a point of reference. Oh, I, I need to. It's like I, just this guy is written so obnoxiously. Um, and I'd love to know what the, the theory was behind this, because he joined in the last story. And at what point did they go, we got to get rid of him? Do you think he was just meant to be there for like two stories? Because this is the big thing, isn't it? This is yeah. the only companion that's been dumped by yes. the Doctor. But what I, unless, unless it's a badly executed plan, I don't see what the plan was in doing that, because they don't make a big thing really of... I mean, he has a separate storyline in this. So it's almost as if he was written in his last moment. Well, I saw somewhere about the original script. It was all written from his point of view, and the Doctor and Rose weren't in it much at all. Right, okay. So... That might actually have been more interesting, to be honest. But we're immediately... We're, we're back into where the Doctor's making snidey comments about... Oh, the boyfriend. boyfriend, yeah. And this is... I, I'd forgotten how obnoxiously obvious it was that the Doctor was being written that he sexually lusts after this 16-year-old girl. Mm. Or however, I think 16, 17 she's meant to be at this point, isn't she? And he idolises her. I mean, later on when he did, there's a line where he goes, uh, I only accept the best, and that's Rose. And it's like, oh, yeah. fuck off. Yeah, that was right Jesus. at the end. Yes, <laughs> I'm glad yeah, that was at awful. the end. 
Um, yeah, so so immediately we're we're sort of layered on thick that Adam is a git and whinger. Um, but they don't really do anything with him. I mean, even his even his sort of storyline arc that you know his hubris and his wanting to benefit. It's also yeah. You know, he's not trying to take everyone. He's it? trying to make a few quid. Yeah. Yeah, it's so pointless and mundane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and then we get introduced to something else I absolutely detest in this version of Who, which is the time telephone. Oh. So he can call his mummy. Yes, he can actually call back in time 198,000 yes. years to his folks' home. Yeah, and get a better signal than I get in my bedroom from trying to call, you know, downstairs to Anne. <laughs> it's, uh, oh. it's, it's, it's a good phone, that, isn't it? Uh, it and, and looking at that phone now, that is a proper 2005 phone, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, not only is everything in here looks dated, yeah, the phone is... Is, is dated it badly. Yep. Um, and we get the feeling this is going to start, this is going to be one of the ho 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 comedy episodes, don't we? It's it, it's like we're not meant, I don't know whether we're meant to take this seriously or not. It's full of terrible jokes. And well, we've got Simon Pegg next, sound haven't we? Effects, yeah. yeah, but we've got Simon Pegg next, haven't we? With, with blue contact yeah. lenses in and his bleached hair. And, yeah. and, and I, I, I remember being. Because he was touted as, because he was quite big. It was, it, it was I think, it's it pre um, Shaun of Dead, but he was on Spaced, and he was he was seen as the the cool nerd that's done good for himself through his own mm. hard work and that. And and, and people liked him. He's, I really like Simon Pegg. I think he's a good actor. And and I remember being hugely disappointed. But he's alright in it. He's he's not he's not really playing anyone but his normal style of character. But he's he's alright in it. He's you know, he's he's the only the only thing is is he's treating it as a comedy. Yeah. You know, when he's talking to the ceiling that he's doing all these sort of double entendres and, and, and jokey lines. But I'm I quite I I wish almost wish they'd have gone down this route a bit more because the, this episode is neither a funny comedy or a serious mm. sort of thriller and it sits weirdly between the two. But I I, I gotta say to me, Simon this is this is uh, what is it? Praising with no, what is it? Damning with faint praise or something. I think I think his bits are the best bits in this episode, mm. and they're still lackluster. Yeah, I mean, I I like Simon Pegg in some things. Other things, it's like mm, no, and in other things, I I can't stand him. I cannot stand his uh, him in Star Trek. I can't abide no. him. No, well, he's not. I mean, there's only one Scotty. Yeah, yeah, but also, I mean, and it's here. Whenever he's got that little goatee, right? Yeah. I just think of Matthew Corbett every time. Yeah, yeah. He just reminds me so much of Matthew Corbett when he's got a goatee. It's uncanny. Perhaps we should have had Matthew Corbett play in this part. That would have been good. If we had had Sooty and Sweep yeah. in this, that might have made it a bit better. You know? Do you know what? Yeah, I, I, I'd watch an episode where Sweep is the villain. When, when that woman's head opens up, you yes. have Sweep pop out instead yeah. of being able to see her brain. <laughs> yeah. That would have uh, raised yeah. it a bit, wouldn't it? All our technology is based on glove puppets. <laughs> yeah. Or when you finally do see up on the ceiling, it is sooty and sweep sooty on the ceiling. Sweep, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, yeah. That would that would be good. Um, I don't quite get this sort of storyline either. I don't understand it. I was hoping you could tell me what all this beaming into an an open brain is all about. No. So yeah. So they meet they meet this uh, these two ladies. 
Um, and uh, they go in and they, the doctor works out or asks them. He, protect, he uses a psychic paper to say, uh, I'm an inspector. And I'm from floor 500, isn't it? And they go, oh, we want to be promoted to floor 500. Everyone so has we'll, aspirations we'll, to go up yeah, there, don't they? Yeah, aspirations to go up. And they then launch into something that would be akin to... Um, like, say this was a, a, a modern newspaper office. And someone says, comes down to the shop floor where they're printing the papers and says, oh, I'm, I'm from the top floor. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Can you tell me what we do in this business? You were not going to start telling them. You're going to go, what? Yes. <laughs> but they immediately start from scratch. You go, oh, we're a news organization and we control all of the news. This is so dated. Do you remember the James Bond film that was like this? Yes, Tomorrow, yes, yes. Tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow never dies. This idea that, um, which is probably true, but that, that the news barons would be controlling the world mm. just before the news of the world fell. Um, and so they're sort of saying all, all the news in the entire universe comes through this satellite. How does that work? Through those people. Yeah, and yeah, the, the, the computer systems in, that, in this, this era are based on, they use the human brain as the computer because it's so much faster than a computer. Nope. No, it isn't. <laughs> Certainly mine isn't. Um, you don't take the information in. You're, it's like it's piggybacking off you. Um, but then they lay on that couch and open their, their socket to that laser beam. And then all the people around are doing something. I don't know what they're doing. But like projecting the news in. They're thinking about the news and project it into her. But then, what does Why? she do with it? I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what the thing. Because it's not like that's not how news is done, is it? I don't think. Well, it might be actually. Yeah, people sit around the room and go, "What should we make up today?" Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps this is the sun. Um, I don't understand the process unless I'm really stupid, and I might be. Um, I don't understand what any of this is about, or what how it's all connected to a news thing. And it, later on, we find out what's going on, and I still don't understand the, the anything about this. It no, no, it doesn't bear thinking about, does it? No. Um, also, we hadn't said, but but the Doctor is, is a bit puzzled that there are no aliens around yes. on this satellite, and he, yeah, he he started to think that something's wrong based purely on that there's no aliens on the satellite. But then he says the technology is all wrong. Yeah. We don't know yet what he means by that. We do find out at the end, which raises a massive question for me, but we'll, well, we'll reach may, that in time. Yeah, I was going to say it makes no sense, because we find out, he says, um, I, I sensed it, that the technology was 90 years out of date. So you've got to the year 200,000, yeah. and you're able to judge to a 90-year... Yeah. Oh, this is wrong. I mean, what major advances did they do in that 90 years that... You know, because the, the more advanced you get, the less time scale really matters. Everything goes at a much more mm. exponential rate, isn't it? It's like we, our computer stuff is, is sort of almost, well, I suppose, doubling or quadrupling every year. But you go back 90 years and there was none. Mm. But, you know, if, in 100 years, a 10-year uh, technological gap. Oh, we've got thunder. Did you hear that? That was good. Oh. Two days um, ago, we had ice, an ice cream van when we I were know, doing Mad Max in got, character, and now we've now got... We got thunder and lightning. Mm. Weird, isn't it? How dramatic. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, and I don't understand how he can tell at a glance that, that these 2005 
technology and fashions are 90 years out of date from the year 200,000. But how does he know? Because if, if, if he knows what the technology should be like in the year exactly 200,000, that means he must have been there before. But he can't yeah. have been there before because it's been like this for 91 years. Yeah, which means either the Jagrafess has travelled back in time and corrupted it, which can't happen because literally two stories before we were shown that the the, the uh, bloody death angel things stopped that. Mm -hmm. So that can't have happened. They quickly forgot them, didn't they? Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't understand how he how he knows what it should be because this is what it should be. It doesn't matter that an alien's controlling everything. Yeah, that's what but it's two, like in the yeah, year two hundred thousand. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, Russell, Russell, Russell. Russell. Oh, this is awful. Um, then we go to floor 500, don't we? And it's the same set, but with snow. Yes, the girl, that girl Suki, she's yeah, been she sent up there. Because yeah. Simon, or the editor, as we find out he's yeah. called, he, he thinks she's a security breach. Yes. Cool, that is a clap that? of thunder. Ooh, the gods are angry with this episode. <laughs> They're angry with us because we're talking about the Jagrafess. They have, yeah. Um, well, it's a, it's a thought point for them. Yeah. Four point. Yeah, yeah, four very point. good. Yes. Um, so it's more entertaining than anything you'll get in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah, she goes up there. Floor five hundred is meant to be all lined with gold. That's the legend for it and everything like this. But it's not. It's yeah. the same set, but you got fake snow. More, more, fake more realistic snow than last week. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you haven't got the polystyrene balls of last week, have you? Yeah. So, so she wanders about for a bit and finds a lot of uh, dead bodies. Um, and then she she wanders in to see the editor, and again, what a, a shockingly horrible little set this is! It's like half a room with a bank of chairs and a couple of computer monitors. You've missed out that when she's looking around, for some reason, she's got a very nineteen seventies metal torch that, is that true, she's yes. using to look around. This is the year two hundred thousand. Yeah. Why has she got a nineteen seventies metal torch? <laughs> Why it's the year two hundred thousand? Why is uh, Simon Pegg dressed in a, a vintage suit circa 2005. Mm -hmm. yeah, he's not that's even that. bothered to try and make it any sort of futuristic. Uh, he's, he's an editor, any. What do editors wear? Oh, they wear suits. Oh, okay. And he's got yeah. all these dead people around him, hasn't he? Yes. Because they're dead, but the chip that they've got inside them somehow is animating them or something. But what? So what? I, again, I couldn't understand this. So. I can understand he's brought this girl up because he thinks she's the security risk and he's going to kill her and then use her body. He's got like five people doing things. But what, what were all these other people brought up for? Is everyone that comes up this floor killed? But why? Yeah, he's already got people operating yeah. it. Do, they, do those zombie things burn out and he kicks... Oh, wow, we just had a huge flash of light now. Yeah, if I disappear... It's cool, blimey. Cat's not happy either. You right, mate? Um, wow, you hear that? Yeah. That's right, horror. We should be doing the thing. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah, <laughs> That's a good idea. Card. Let's yeah. start talking about the thing in character. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so so I don't understand what the, the, the plan is here. We also find out that there's something up with the plumbing and that all the heat is being driven downwards. Yes. Which again doesn't, I mean, there's no up or down in space, but it doesn't really make sense 
why would you you're you're in a vacuum why would you drive the heat down into your space station just vent it out into space yes yeah open a window like we said before open a window yeah yes yeah no notoriously uh notoriously cold space isn't it <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, but no they've actually built plumbing <laughs> lines to to vent the heat and steam downwards which is why everyone's a little bit warm. Oh, good grief. Good Even grief. though no one actually ever, other than like when they need to say it's a little bit warm, no one looks like they're perspiring or, you know, need to wear less clothing or anything like that. But if that place is as cold as it is, isn't this bothering old Simon there? He doesn't I seem don't... bothered by the cold, no. does he? Well, he, he appears to be almost frosty, don't he? He's got like... He, he, they've bleached his hair and his little bleach beard and he's got his eyeballs in and he, he reminds me of like um, in one of the uh, awful um, Christmas the Santa Claus films um, one of the villains is a, an elf and he's got that sort of look and he's frosty and I was thinking so he's meant to be able to survive cold but later on they say he is just a human yeah so why is he not cold yeah, exactly. Thermal, thermal long johns? If he was wearing, you know, a parka or something like that, fair enough. But he's not. It could he's be not, long no. johns. Yeah, he, he might have long could johns be. on. Yeah. Mm. So, so we, we're already at the point where no, no one, no one understands the plot or what, how any of this hangs together. But then we cut, we cut away to, um, to find out what's happening with Adam. Yes. We, we were all thinking that, weren't we? I wonder what Adam's doing. Yeah. Well, and um, what, what, what? I, I still don't quite understand what his what his motive is here. What is he actually doing? So he he tries to he tries to access. So he's he's, he's uh, bunked away from Rose and the Doctor and says he needs to go and look out the window for a bit because he's he's feeling anxious. Um, but then he's he actually wants to try and access the computer system to try and find out what's what. So he he keeps getting kicked out of the computer system, but he does. He does find out that the microprocessor will be replaced in the year 2019. No one told me. <laughs> I missed that. So one of my computers slow. Um, yeah. So he wants to he he wants to gain all the knowledge of the last 200,000 years, but the computer keeps kicking him out. Right. So he then he he then goes to the what he thinks is the technical repair bay, but it's actually a medical bay because it's the same thing now. Uh, and he speaks to the receptionist, who's the, the woman from Black Books. And um, she says, oh, you, you need to use the computer, you need to get a chip upgrade. Mm -hmm. And then she says, if, you, if you've got the money, why not have the hole in the head? Because then you can download all the data at once. But as he said, you don't, you don't retain that data. No. It's just using you as a computer. So I'm not entirely sure why he needs that anyway. Um, and then it turns out because the doctor has, has fiddled his credit card and defrauded everyone, he's got enough money to do it. So they, they, he says, okay, I'll have this procedure done. But then it's the receptionist who's now the nurse. Does the operation, yeah. yes. Which, you know, this again, this is just budget, isn't it? If, if they'd have had the budget, that would have been two different parts. But, yeah, it's the nurse doing the operation. Um, and she mentions the doctor, but we never see this doctor. <laughs> so Adam gets this uh, implant. So every time you snap your fingers, um, a bad CGI effect appears on your forehead and shows your brain, which I would have thought would have been bad for you. You would think having your brain open like that. I'm not sure, 
Um, so he then goes to um, log himself into the the mainframe or whatever this computer system is because um, he wants to download all of the knowledge and he does this by using the, the time telephone which he's stolen off Rose to call his mum's answer phone this is my question download, mark. yeah download the entire history of 200,000 years onto an answering machine tape from like 2005 the, yeah and he says he goes don't delete this it may sound like nonsense but I'll be able to then undecipher it with my amazing computer brain when I listen to it later so what is that lightning thing the the laser beam if it all it is is sound why can't he just find a, ta a, a 200,000 years in the future tape recorder and just record it and yeah. stick it in his pocket yeah if only it had been a bit later, they'd have had camera phones. He could have took a few screenshots, couldn't he? Yes. Um, so, yeah, that, it's, it's, it's so stupid. Um, and I, I presume his idea is that he wants to he wants to know the future of computing so that he can get... It's, it's the old, oh, if you could go back in time, you could get in on the shop floor of Apple and things like that, you know. Right. I mean, I'm pretty certain there's, there's better ways of using time travel to make money than, <laughs> than this. Than doing that. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. convoluted mess of a plan. Because basically, that's his subplot done, isn't it? That's everything. Yeah, that's yeah. him. That's pretty much, other than a ha-ha-ha uh, denouement at the end, that he doesn't really affect anything else, other than because he's linked into the mainframe, the editor can read his mind and knows who oh, the doctor yes, is. Oh, yes, there is That's that. The there only, is. And I, I, I think, was this whole thing retro-written to cover that? That's That would be crazy. Hmm. Um, well, yeah, no, terrible. We didn't say, but um, Suki oh, yes, pulls a gun. Him. She pulls a gun on the editor because she, it turns out she's a freedom fighter yeah. and her group knows that all news is fake. I do like that he pulls up footage of her as a freedom fighter. <laughs> Who's filming that? I don't know. Yeah. Is that from her mind? What's going on? Uh, uh, yeah, so she thinks she's been promoted, but he's actually brought her up to kill her. And um, then he goes, uh, it's not me, no, it's the, the owner, the, you know, the boss. And he points upwards and she looks up and then we get the classic sort of camera moving in towards her as yep. if something's coming down from the ceiling and, and she screams and, and yeah. yeah she screams and gone yeah that's our um, adversary but we haven't seen it yet yes have we? we haven't seen him yet no no, no we haven't right. seen him yet we see him soon don't we because the doctor and rose they go up to 500 go up yes. I, for the life of me i can't remember why they go up there well the doctor's just interested that yeah. you know why would why do people need to go up to 500. He's still bothered by the lack of aliens as well, isn't he? But yeah, he goes up there and he meets Simon and he does meet our adversary. Yes, and we finally see him, who for some reason is called Max. Yes. I I'm... couldn't work out the joke there or what? Well, it's Where old um, Robert Maxwell, isn't it? Oh, of course. Oh, God, that was so stupid. I didn't even. It was so stupid so you stupid. didn't get it. <laughs> no, that's not good, is it? No. And it turns out, and this is something I really don't understand, this Jagrafest, this blob of yeah, jelly Jagrafest. with a sh shark's mouth that's on the ceiling, right, has been controlling the human race it's for 91 years, yeah. right? 91 years, yeah. By controlling the news. Right. Yeah. So it never talks. It doesn't seem sentient at all. It's just a roaring no. blob, 
right? Yes. 91 years ago, somehow it arrived at this space station. Yeah. And then what Stuck happened? Stuck itself up on the Well, I'm, I'm a, so it arrived at this space station, which at that point, I'm presuming, I mean, it might not be, I'm presuming the top floors weren't refrigerated. Right. So we, we learn in about 20 minutes that when the temperatures rises to normal, he, he goes pop, pop. So how did he set all this up? Who set it up for him? Yeah, who set it up for him, yeah. It's, he, he doesn't have limbs he did, by the yeah, looks of it. He, uh, I noticed this time, I didn't realise before, he's got, he's got little piggy eyes, hasn't he? I didn't realise he had eyes. He's oh, were they eyes? eyes those little massive, circular yeah. things? I presume they were. Oh, okay. I just, I just, it was such a poor CGI effect even then. It's terrible now. Um, yeah, so, so he turns up 91 years ago, presumably comes across this Satellite 5, um, sets himself up as as the owner of this news corporation, which presumably was already running then, and somehow, even though the, the bountiful human empire is at the largest it's ever been and is spread throughout the entire universe, um, he can then control mankind's entire um, trajectory mm-hmm. via what news stories he decides to show. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get any of this at all. I don't understand the physicality of it. How he physically arrives there, coerces people into doing his bidding. He's just a roaring monster stuck on the ceiling. Why is he stuck on the ceiling? I I don't know. I honestly don't know. At some point, you're expecting him to plop down. Yes. He's stuck on the ceiling. He's so fat and large, he's stuck to the ceiling. How is he Um, stuck to the ceiling? I don't know. Is he oozing down from floor 501? Perhaps his his body's stuck outside and he's actually just poking through a window. Maybe he's been half sucked (coughs) out into space, you know, and he got jammed. Yeah, this could have been um, alien resurrection. It it? could be, yes, yeah. yeah. This is what what, what happens if it, you know, plugged the hole. Yeah, if if your ass is big enough to fill the gap, (laughs) you can become a news tycoon. Um, weird, Weird story, really. Um... But yeah, so so he's controlling the because um, the editor says uh, this is the this is the um, the fourth bountiful empire of the human race. Except it's not; it's the fourth bountiful empire of the Jagrafess. Mm. But what? Why is he doing it? Why, what is the Jagrafess's ultimate plan here? So he's he's somehow um, made everyone a bit racist. Yes, which is I I understand that that's just that's a that's a play on the fact that like the Sun and that you know is is a very racist newspaper. So you understand the, the weird non funny joke involved there. Mm-hmm. But from a uh, from a plot point of view, of, let's look at it. That it's not Russell T Davis thinking he's clever. What's the Jagrafess's play? So he's he's made everyone a bit racist and got rid of aliens. Mm-hmm. Don't know where they've gone. Mind, I'm not sure. Um, he set them back ninety years. What's his? What I mean, it's called the long game. What is his game plan here? Yeah. What's he hoping to get out of this? I honestly don't know. There's no. They don't set up that he's he's aiming towards anything. No. He's already in charge. Yes. What's his I mean, next step then? Yeah. What What is his next step? What sort of satisfaction is he getting out of deciding what news stories are? shown 
um, I, it, 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 it's, it's nonsense, isn't it? Yeah, Russell, Russell, Russell again. Russell, Russell. Oh dear, and you know, the resolution to this crisis is that other girl uh, plugs herself in, yes. gains access and just reverses things. Yeah, the Doctor and Rose do nothing in this story. They get captured and tied up. It is terrible. It sounds like you're uh, tapping very noisily on your keyboard. Yeah, no, that's that's nothing like lumps of hail about an inch across. It doesn't. Down. It doesn't like us talking about this one, does, does it? Do you think that satellite phone is up there? <laughs> Talk about us. <laughs> oh, good or, grief! To be fair, just could be a normal Welsh summer. Yes, yes. Welcome to Wales. Yeah. Welcome to Wales. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the Doctor and Rose do nothing other than. Um, simp over each other, and oh, it's just it's obnoxious. Yeah. You know, when 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 um, because the doctor's a git to everyone in this for no readily apparent reason. And earlier on, when he's just they're discussing the plumbing, and the um, the other girl is saying about different things. You've got access to the whole of this, and you're looking at the plumbing. And then the doctor goes, "You're asking the wrong questions." Rose is asking the right question. The right question is, <laughs> "What's up with the plumbing?" And it's like, why are you so obnoxious? It's it's really weirdly played, but I I do wonder if this is this is Christopher Eccleston at this point had decided to go and he's, he's had enough, hasn't he? He's visibly annoyed about everything. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, the, the doctor and Rose are tied up. In the meantime, the the other girl had come up in the lift with them, and she, the doctor, loudly sort of says, "Oh, if the heat is is raised." Um, it won't be good for the Jagrafess. I suppose that is one contribution he does. Um, so she goes and turns the heating up. Very similar to uh, last week. Yeah, yeah. That, that involved turning some heating up as well. Um, <coughs> so she turns the heating up, and the Jagrafess immediately uh, starts bloating, and eventually, after about two minutes of the heat being on normal, um, explodes. I don't know why he explodes. I can understand I melting, know. but exploding. Yeah, yeah hmm. people generally don't explode in the heat. I don't think. But in the mid, the, the, um, the editor decides to resign, but the doctor basically leaves him to die. And um, I'm presuming that Jack, but this I don't get either. So the Suki grabs him by the ankle so he can't leave. Yes, but this she's chip. Dead. Yes, yeah. but the chip wants to stop him. Yeah. And I'm presuming, so is this that the Jagrafess is keeping him there? But the Jagrafess at this point is in agony and he's about to explode. So is he thinking, I, I don't get, again, I don't get it. Other than the fact that the editor's the villain and he's got to die. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it explodes and kills the editor and wipes out Miss Station's newsroom. Um, and then it sort of, it jumps quite rapidly to they're taking... Um, so the doctor's really annoyed at Adam for some reason. He says he's he's an idiot. He's betrayed him. I'm not entirely sure how. Because um, mm, the doctor true. literally left him to get on with his own devices. And yes. All he's done so far is is basically updated so he could access a computer. The doctor at this point, I, well, I suppose he does. Yeah. All right. He does know that he's tried to download all the information. I don't know how he knows that, but he works it out later. So he's, he's moaning at him, and they go into the TARDIS, and then it hard cuts to them coming out in his mum's front room. Yep. And the doctor goes over and rips out the answer phone and, and you know, 
sonics it and destroys it. Uh, and he says you were, you were going to change history by uh, knowing all this stuff. But the Doctor's constantly changing he's, history. Yeah, he's a bit he's of a just literally just he's literally just changed future history. Yes. By killing the, the um, I was going to say the Jadoon, the Jack Professor, whatever his name is. Yeah. So, and then we end on the huge, hilarious comedy thing. So the doctors, the doctors saying you can't change history, not one jot. You can't do it. You'll impact if if future knowledge is is on the earth, it'll impact it. He then leaves him with a computerized chip from the year <laughs> two hundred thousand in his head, with the only caveat as, you better be quiet, otherwise they'll cut you up. And that, isn't that a bit? And don't click your fingers. Yeah, don't click your fingers. And then they do this this hilarious bit where the Doctor and Rose keep clicking their fingers. Um, and then we get that awful line, I think, about the... Um, I, only, I only take the best with me. Oh. And I've got the best, and it's Rose. And it's like, Jesus. That is atrocious. Um, and they, they bugger off, and then um, Adam's mum comes back. And, I, I mean, it caught me so by surprise. I didn't think they would go down this route. It's so, so un... And, and sort of uh, unheard of. She clicks her fingers and his head opens. Right. Oh, oh. And then I laughed. Comedy gold. Comedy gold. And then it ends, thank God. Yeah. What a pathetic, pointless 45 minute waste of your life. Uh, and I think the only, the only reason this was made was these were the sets that are used in the finale. Oh, are they, they presumably yes? Yeah, we go back to this station for the last two episodes of the season, um, and they're slightly redressed. So I think they had made these sets, shared the cost, and then it was like, okay, what what's the quickest thing we can film on these sets with the least number of effects, the least number of things? And I think this is what it is. This is a, a purely a, we need this. We need an extra episode in the season for some reason. What can we do? Mm. You may um, very well be right yeah. there. It is pointless, and it was bland and instantly yeah. forgettable. And no wonder that we did, didn't remember any of yeah. it. No, I, I mean, I might be wrong, but I can't imagine this being on anyone's top ten. No. You know, no. I, I, don't, I can't even see this being in the top ten uh, episodes called The Long Game. <laughs> it's so <laughs> lackluster. I think it would miss out on that. Um, <clears throat> It's oh dear, just oh dear. pointless. It yeah. is, it is. All right, well, this fella then, the Jagrafess. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about him then, design-wise. What do you think of him? Um, it's just, it's just a blob, isn't it? A blob with teeth. Yeah. I can work out whether they're making some sort of penile joke. Is he meant to be phallic? I have no idea. Um, he's rubbish. Uh, I don't one. I One. think he's awful, yeah. Alright, okay. <laughs> it's the most boring design you could ever do. Yep. It's a yep. blob with eyes and teeth. Yep. I mean, I, I totally agree. He, he is. That's exactly what he is. So, uh, but I gave him a two. Yeah. Alright. Generous. So that's one and a half. Alright. So there's this uh, one and a half point blob on the ceiling. Yeah. How effective is it as it's um, hanging there? I, I I don't understand why they didn't have him talk. 
Ah, I've got a, I've got a little oh, uh, uh, nugget of information. They could, probably couldn't, couldn't animate it. But you imagine giving all his lines, all, all the editor's lines to this thing. Give him a bit of personality. I mean, he is it the might, adversary, might, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's the main villain, and he's literally. <laughs> you're right. He's not portrayed as even sentient. No, he's just. You don't even thing get like rules. a shot of a. Yeah, they could have had a shot of a screen, and he communicates via text on the screen. That could have been a nice little scene. You know, the doctor's investigating, and it comes up with, what are you doing on the screen? And you get a bit, and then the doctor eventually says, look up. Yeah. And he looks up and says, that would have been brilliant. No, don't do any of that. Um, so effectively-wise, I'm giving him a zero. He's rubbish. <laughs> Blimey. I gave him a one. Okay. So that's a half. <laughs> so he, he got one and a half for oh, this design. Hard to work out, no, no, one, one and a half for design, yeah. half for effectiveness. That's a two. Divide by two is one. One. No, 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 it's easier than I thought. <laughs> yeah. So he he is a number one adversary. Is yeah, there not any... not in that. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he tells not his that friends way. that. Oh, it's number one adversary. You know. It's like where you where you really. Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Um, he's got to be on his own, then. We had anyone. Well, that's very weird. I'm, th I'm sure. No, no, he can't be the lowest ever. Hang on one second. I'm, I've, I've I thought we had a couple of zeros. Didn't we have a zero? No, we, we're, we've had zeros on things like uh, effectiveness, like right. the uh, the Merca was oh, a zero. Never had a double zero then. But we yet, uh, we have yet to have a double zero. Um, oh, let me just check I'm, I'm going on to our facebook page because yeah. i think i'm missing a piece of paper here let me just scroll down to the one perhaps for it's the adversary uh, they're controlling what papers you've got and yeah. you've taken it away so you can't <laughs> work out his last or it's the same thing that's creating a thunderstorm for you yeah and hail so the sun's come out now. oh it's weird no well what did i say he was he's a one isn't he yeah he is one, the, yeah. he is the lowest ever is he? The, the reason there's no more bits of paper is that he's off the, <laughs> he's off the he's chart. Off the chart. <laughs> he's off the chart. He is oh, officially God. our lowest adversary. The nearest to him is 1.25, which is the human form of the axons and the bannermen. So, yeah, wow. the Jagrafess is worse than those god-awful bannermen. Yeah, I, I probably would say, because he suffers from the cardinal sin of his boring. Yes, yeah. You know. Are you going to wait for the eagle moss figure? <laughs> you can hang it from the ceiling. Hang it from the ceiling, yeah. So, yeah, he's in caravan number one on the ceiling, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he'll be hanging from the ceiling with the uh, with the windows open so it doesn't get too hot. Hmm. Yes. Just waiting around, trying to take over the caravan park and set it back by eight <laughs> minutes or whatever. Jeez. All right, so uh, do you think this story goes on your bottom three? Yeah, I think it's worse than Father's Day. Worse than Father's Day. Father's Day. Yep. All right. Because Father's Day at least had a couple of interesting ideas, even though they were handled badly. This has got... I, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Russell T. Davis's writing style, but he is he's very good at what he does. And this this feels like he's hes knocked it off in a lunch break. Hmm. You know, or he's, you know, you know when a lot of writers, they'll write down ideas on a post-it note and then they can reposition those ideas and mix and you know mix and match ideas and they can get a story this is what this feels like that he's just he's reached into a scrabble bag mm. and gone oh letter j j so name geography oh because he th this annoys me as well that i think there's three names in this that are russell t davis super long 
silly names. Yeah, yeah. He likes those, doesn't he? He does. He loves it. I hate that. All right. So, so it replaces Father's Day for you. Yeah, it for me, doesn't for me. I'm, no. I'm sticking with Father's Day because as bad as this one is, you haven't got Rosie's mum, you haven't got Mickey, and you haven't got yeah. all that, all that shabby soap opera stuff about it. Uh, so, this, again, I'm sticking with Father's Day. Uh, real life events have meant that that our dislike of Mickey <laughs> take on yes. a whole new meaning, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. Well, we might have to address that next time he's uh, in an episode. This, this, honestly, though, this is um, this is the bane of of being a, a fan of anything really, and it is you're you're on tenterhooks the whole time, just in case it turns out one of the people you like is a nonce or so. Yeah. It's, it's like oh god. Right. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Oh yeah, the the actual concept of this uh, story uh, right. was. Uh, something Russell T. Davies pitched to Doctor Who back in the 80s. Uh, really? But it was I can rejected. see Sylvester McCoy doing this. Yes. Yeah. But what would they have done for the Jagra Fest back then? It would be a glove puppet. It would be a blue screen glove puppet, possibly, hopefully, of Sooty. Yes. Um, but yeah, it would, it would be... You remember the band drill in the Colin Baker one, which was the glove puppet? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it, this one is CGI, obviously, yeah. animated by the mill. Um, they reckoned its mouth is shark-like, that it would come and snap really? out out of the blob. And uh, the initial design was also described as a lump of meat on the ceiling. Wow. Well, we got a blancmange, basically, yeah. didn't we? A blancmange with a shark's mouth. Yes. And, uh, yeah, you, you, you referenced it uh, earlier yeah, about the Jagrafest talking. Yeah. Um, there was talking recorded. All right. And Nicholas Briggs had done it, okay? But it wasn't well, used. What voice he used? Well, apparently the voice he used was too close to the one he used for the nesting consciousness. Right, okay. So they just got rid of it and put in this dumb yeah. roaring instead. Actually, that, that does make sense because, because we're not watching these in order. Yeah, in, in Rose, we do get, again, a Blamongi creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that, yeah, I could see why they would go down that route and not want to do it. Okay, that, you know, I, I forgive them that slightly. All right. Okay, that's us. What was that noise? Was that uh, a motorbike? That no, that's just a that's a, a lorry going past. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought a plane was falling out of the sky get next door or something. Away, obviously. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be the next thing. Yeah, it's the planes falling from the sky. Yeah, I've, I've, while, while we were talking then, I've written a tagline to put up yeah. uh, for this episode. Uh, and the tagline I've come up with is, The story so bad, nature tries to stop us. That's better than they could have put that on a cinema poster for it. <laughs> I'm going to update IMDB with that, yeah. yeah. Uh, before we move on from this uh, stinker, uh, we have a shout-out, Ian. Oh, good, good. Yes, and it's that man again, Mr. Mark Jacobs. Oh, He's commented before Mark. over on our Neozaz uh, um, parent page, uh, talking about Dragonfire this time. He says, and I quote, Ha ha ha, can't wait for this. I love it when you do the shit ones. It's funny. <laughs> so, uh, Mark, like <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Mark Jacobs, what did you think of this week then? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, in, we're, we're probably into the, um, the, uh, the shitty uh, pile now i would think yes well yeah last week this week next week is up to you though ian that's a neat little segue into your introduction for what we're going to be 
talking about next week. It is, yes. Um, it's it's difficult one this because it, there's there's lots of tenant stories, but a lot of them are obviously um, featuring uh, multi yeah, doctor characters, yeah, yeah. multi doctor characters, um, which is obviously a bit a bit of a problem because we can only really cover them on the specials, yes, um, rather than the, uh, you know rather than non specials. So I've I've gone with because normally these ones are standalone. So I've gone with um, uh, one of the specials, one of the uh, the Christmas specials, right? Which is immediately means we're onto a bit of a a downer because they're generally not the best stories. Um, but this one, let me see. If I if I describe it to you, you might get a sinking feeling. Is it the one on the bus? No. No, not that one in me, the in, again, in the yeah. desert with the bus. No. No, no, not that one. No. Okay. Um, a sinking a... feeling. Yeah. Um, it would have been quite apt if, while we're discussing this one, that those big lumps of ice that were coming down the sky earlier would have happened. So something about hail. No. Think of no, ice. No? no. Ice sinking feeling. You might not have seen this one then. Um, what, what if if I say a big boat that that sinks by hitting ice. What, what the Titanic? Yeah. Right. Oh, you don't? I, so that's why you didn't get it. Uh, so this is Voyage of the Damned. So this is set on the space Titanic. Oh, I have seen that one. Oh, Kylie God, that's Minogue. Kylie Minogue. Oh, yes. no. I'd completely forgotten that they did a space Titanic. Oh, oh how no. naff was that? I think oh. I've blocked it out of my mind. I yeah, Kylie Minogue been, yes. is a waitress or something, isn't she? That's, or a yeah, serving yeah, she's a, girl. A waitress or who... Who again, oh. for some reason, presumably because she's short and blonde, the doctor immediately falls for. Oh. Um, so the the villain is that that I can't, I, I mean I, I don't know his name. It's Max something Max, but he's the guy whose head is on the that's left of him is a head um, in a machine. No, no, so that's, that's who, not that's ringing a bit. Doing, but yeah, head on top of something. Yes, <laughs> it's. Uh, he's like what you know, um, Curse of Peladon. You had Arcturus. He's yes. like that, but if you, if you imagine John Walter's head on it, um, I, I oh. should have looked up his name, shouldn't I? The I, I have no idea what you're talking about, but yeah. oh, and it'll be a big surprise for you then. Yeah, and and no cost to me because these are all on the BBC iPlayer, so yeah. that's Max fine. Capricorn. That's the Max one. Capricorn. All right, I'll write yeah, that down. Yeah, no wonder I didn't remember his second name. All right. Okay. Okay, well, I don't have to wait for Amazon Prime or anything good, like that. Can, yeah. yeah, that's a good thing with these new Who's is we don't have to buy them. Either. No, no. I and mean, I have got these, but I just watch them on the on the iPlayer, on BBC iPlayer. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Well, uh, um, it's a special. Does that mean it's longer than forty-five minutes? Or it, it is unfortunate. I think it's a ninety-minute. All right. Okay. Well, I've got a week to watch ninety minutes. Yes. I, I can manage that. Yeah. All right. I, I thought we'd. we'd Try something a little bit different. Do a special because we I don't think we've done the specials yet, have we? No, I don't think we have. No, no. They will be regulars. And will will it be special? Well, join us in seven days. Yes, yes. All right. Okay, Ian. Okay, listener. Nice one. <laughs> See you next time. Thanks, Ian. Right. Bye. bye.